Hello and welcome to Creativize, Strategize, and Synergize, a podcast about the business side of being a creative. My name's Chris Scott. My name's Atish. This is the second in our three-part series on uh, New Year, New You. And I attempt to open up and share my goals and dreams for the next year. It's a good episode. Check it out. All right. So you just get really deep, really personal. You just shared all of your deepest, darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for you to return the favor. Oh, you want me to open up and it's time to it's time to pry open that brain of yours and see what's kicking around in there. I don't know. Don't you feel like you know enough about me? No, you're mercurial and uh and strange. Um so we want to talk about setting goals. I know. I want to talk about setting goals. What are your thoughts on it? Well, I put it on the goal list for today. <laughs> was talk about setting goals. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so in a in a video link that you sent me um, when we were setting up these uh, these episodes, you uh, you sent me a video that I hadn't seen before, but it was conceptually something I was very familiar with. And um, are you talking about the secret? Uh, no, I'm not oh. familiar with the secret, but what I am familiar is, so the secret basically, Watch the, se- that desk. Yeah. <laughs> the secret took a concept and then branded it under their own name, right? Right. They called it the secret, but the idea of what the secret is, is actually something that's been around for a lot longer and already existed. Um, and what I'm talking about is the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see a lot of those things now because a lot of different people recently have like popularized that. Like, uh, for instance, Conor McGregor is one of the biggest proponents of that that sort of school of thought, uh-huh. and he's huge on that. Um, where basically he was um, he was living completely broke in Dublin and like was even on welfare and shit like that. But he saw himself so deeply um, that that he was going to be like the next world champion and that he was going to be rich one day and that, you know, whatever. And that it was all these sorts of things that he was able to achieve that because he, uh, just had the belief that that was like that, the idea that it was going to happen. He saw exactly what he wanted so clearly that he could drive towards that. And then of course it manifested itself in actually happening. Yeah. And that kind of begs the epistemological question of, well, was it, it does it make it an inevitability when you do that, or is it because you are so, um, you've broken it down into a systematic approach, or that you, you know what you're doing? That then, of course, if you just push hard enough, that will happen. I feel like, uh, without goals, there definitely is a sense of like wandering, like I'm just gonna peruse through life and Mm -hmm. maybe i'll find something cool yeah but like having something focused it's something like i know a path now i can i could type this into google maps and get there right and i feel like that's what goals do for you yeah well that's something also that um uh so i'm i'm very enamored with uh with the seal teams i don't know when that started but that's been a thing for me. The circus seals? <laughs> yeah, they balance balls on their noses and play all the of... trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> Do they really? I think some play the trumpet. That's interesting. Or horns. They honk horns. <laughs> <laughs> what 
Well, not those seals. Uh, I refer to, of course, the uh, Sea, Air, and Land Division of uh, the Naval Special Forces. Um, because they talk about all the time, like, and I'm, I'm specifically fascinated with BUDS, Basic Underwater Demolition School, their, their training, because it's regarded as one of the most difficult training on the planet. Like, uh-huh. And they say all the time, we get all these guys who are super fit and, you know, really, you know, whatever, but they come in here and they're just, they, a lot of them end up flunking out because it's something much larger than just the idea of it. And I think that's that you're because, you know, who doesn't want to be regarded as one of the warrior elite, you know, like one of the. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that, maybe that's just something I do. Well, no, I mean, if that's something that you pursue, right. of right. course you want to be the best. But the best. you have to have a value system that aligns with that. And that is not something you can just manifest. Yeah. Like oh, I'm going to, I'm going to work out my biceps, right? You can't just like work out your values. You have to have those in line and those values like uh, realizing that you're never done, always being able to find something within yourself, even when, you know, you've been uh, sitting in freezing water until you got hypothermia and then you had to go on a four mile run and then you had to do this and you had to do that and basically suffering. But the idea that you can always push more out, out of yourself, that's what's required. And that's a tough mental, like a mindset. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I'm what I'm kind of coming around to is that what we were talking about in when you sent me those videos, and we should definitely link those, um, uh, setting up goals with a solid why. That was that that uh, Tony Robbins video. Right. That's essentially what that means: is that your values have to be in line with your goals, and your goals have to be in line with your values. Otherwise, it can't manif- manifest itself. Like simply wanting it is not enough. Right. You need to have like that purpose and that drive that motivates you to get to the point where once, once you get there, once you've accomplished something, it's not, you know, empty. It's not Precisely. an empty accomplishment. Right. And so I think we kind of, we talked about that a bit in the branding episode, but now it's time to kind of take it to another step, which is, so uh, I guess we can have you reassess your why because we talked about that in the branding episode how your values are in line with your why and then um so you you uh you also the other video you sent was setting up goals uh with a system which is regularly made benchmarks Mm -hmm. to assess where you're going because what what the person in that video was simply saying and i forget it was something adler or something i forget yeah i think he's a guy that says things a lot yeah <laughs> that people listen to right but essentially what he was saying is that you know once you achieve these goals you know it may seem anticlimactic uh because you, you like then that's that's it it's on to the next one you know what i mean right well what i got from it was it's like you're living in a world of failure until you succeed right and then once you've succeeded it's like uh what's the next goal right. let me hop back down to the world of failure until exactly. I get to the next goal. Right. So if you make these regularly made benchmarks and these regularly made um, things, that, that will chart your progress, and it will also give you satisfaction out of the process, right. not just the end result, but out of the process. And so um, I knew somewhere I had, I had read something about this before, um, and it was back when I probably didn't have the I, – I didn't quite have the framework in my mindset on – 
what to do with this information. But the way that you uh, make a goal is you make one that's SMART. And it's an acronym. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You're busting out an acronym? Here we go. And, of course, I can't take credit for this. This is, you know, somebody else's concept from a while back. Who made it up? I'm not sure. I, you can find it referenced all over the Internet, but I'm, I'm not sure who actually made this up. Um, but you want to create a goal that's SMART, meaning it's specific, measurable, which is the, the benchmark thing, attainable, relevant, and then um, time-bound. So that the third prong <laughs> in our marketing plan. <laughs> right. So, um, so you create a, a system like your, your, that's a more systematic approach as opposed to just like, here's my end goal and I'm going to keep failing forwards until, uh, I achieve it until I achieve it. Until I stumble upon the success of it. And I think that's what that person was, uh, kind of hitting on in, in that video was that it has to be measurable and uh, it has to be uh, attainable so that you you have this goal and you are going to benchmark your way on there. And so the way I normally do things is I do today, tomorrow, this week, this month, this year. But that gets... Today, tomorrow, this week, week this, this month, this year. year. Did I do it with a weird cadence like that? You did. Wow. You sounded very Mary Poppins right now. <laughs> yeah, that's... We can, we can, we'll record a song for YouTube later. I'm sure someone's going to take this and remix it. Yeah. Auto tune it. Yep. But I guess that's sort of what, um, at least in my eyes, what goal creating is about. And, uh, I'm just a little interested in kind of seeing what your goals are and, and what you're kind of doing in that area. Oh, cool. So you want me to tell you my goals? I want you to tell me. Uh, I want you to tell me your goals, and I kind of want you to expound on that in terms of like. It doesn't have to be anything like fully flushed out, but like how you actually, you know, kind of would like if you have a plan of attack and like you know, kind of what that is. Well, I thought about this a little bit, and I don't know. I think a lot of these goals came from a place of not feeling like the last year of my life was following through on what I want to do when I grow up. I think that feeling's mutual. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Like this last year, I feel like I didn't make anything creative. And a year without doing that is very bizarre to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I shot, I wrote some stuff and I shot some corporate videos and nothing really creative and, you know, fun. Right. I've edited some stuff. I've haven't shot anything new and it was kind of weird. And I want, I kind of want to dedicate the next year to doing more creative stuff. Right to turning off corporate for a little bit, going back to creative, making another movie maybe, Excellent. making some short films. Uh, I mostly want to just build an audience just so I have a fan base yeah. that I can have that will support me and like energize me to continue with the creative stuff. It adds uh, legitimacy. Right. Well, it, it gives me a, a completeness to this creative process that I, I, feel, I feel legitimate already. When <laughs> okay, I create you know stuff. what? Never mind. I didn't mean to put that Legitimize. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, it's not that I don't feel adequate being a filmmaker. I just feel, don't feel complete unless I have you know, people telling me, oh, I saw that. I like that. Or, yeah. Oh, that was a weird one. 
<laughs> you know? Okay. I like, I, that's important to me. Uh, not so much the, like, I'm going to make them no matter what, but it just feels more complete when people have that experience while watching yeah. something I created. Absolutely. But yeah, that's, what, what do you want, what do you want me to say right now? So, so what I'm hearing from you is that essentially your overarching goal is that you, um, that you're trying to do more things in your arena. Like as in you've been doing corporate work this year and you've been doing a lot of other things. Your goal for the, like, let's just abstractly say this next year. Okay. Your goal for this next year is to create more things, to do more things as a, as a creative work and build a fan base. Mm-hmm. Or take the fan base you currently have and expand it. Right. So um, those are already two things that I, I think um, are specific in, in a sense. Like it's not specific as in I want to make this movie, this movie, this movie, this movie. Although you do have things, you do have projects already lined up. Well, I have ideas and I just need to figure out how to, I just need to do them. I just need to do them. Yeah. So you, and then the other one is, you know, building a fan base. That's also, you know, I mean, you could dial it down to be more specific, but you, you, um, it's already, it's a kind of a specific item. It's not something vague, like, you know, Oh, I want to, I want to do good. You know, that's, that's vague as hell. Nobody understands what that means. Well, right. Well, well, let's just, you know, take a step back for a minute. It's like, you want me to set goals up for the next year. Correct. So I need to figure out what I kind of want to accomplish over the year. Right. And so by doing that, I need to kind of look at who I am as a brand, I guess, Mm -hmm. what we just discussed. Right. It's like, I want to be a storyteller that tells stories that inspire and invigorate and motivate and Mm -hmm. get people to move forward on their passions. Right. So if what do I need to do to make that happen is kind of what we're trying to do right now, right? Right. So what I what I kind of what I'm what I'm leading into is that's the that's the overarching thing. Is that the S? Well we're getting to the S. The S is just a quote mark. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Is is Air quotes. the specifics. Okay. So So to to make you, that happen I need Right. What 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 things are you trying to do in this year that will make that happen? Okay. Uh, so f- this things, th- things, things, things uh, I'm trying to do this year Yeah. to make that happen are I need to do, I want to write more. I want to try that thing that we talked about, the Seinfeld thing, where every day he writes and it puts an X on the calendar. Oh. And he, does want, he doesn't want to break the chain. Wait, that was a Seinfeld thing? Yeah. You don't remember that? You were too far into a funk. Well, I was in a funk that day. You were yeah. in a funk that day to not even reference Seinfeld. You're like, I can't even deal with Seinfeld right now. Which is weird because I was watching Seinfeld last night. Huh. But no, he writes every day. And part of that writing process is putting an X on a calendar. And it has a visual representation of something he has done. And it's like, I can't break this habit that I have. I've got to keep the chain going. Right. And so I will, I don't know if I want to do every day, but I do want to write every week. Okay. Uh, or just start off every week, just half an hour, not that much, just a little thing. I said, I need to write every week, right? Maybe every day, but mostly every week for at the moment. And what that's going to do is it's going to create stuff for me to create. Mm -hmm. So 
maybe once a month I need to create a short film or start production on a feature film. Do something that will get me in the groove of creating stuff again. Mm -hmm. Before I did Eddie Mummy, I, I did two short films just to get back into the groove of right. filmmaking. So I might I need to do that. You you maybe need to do some uh, warm-up would be the wrong term. No, warm-up's a good word for it. Okay. You know, you've you got to stretch before going to jiu-jitsu, right? Absolutely. You have to sleep on your back and not on your stomach if you don't want back pain, right? <laughs> yeah, that's been a problem for me. So it's, uh, you know, warming up, I think, is not a bad word for it. Okay. I didn't know if that was, like, insulting to the, to the works that you're doing before you uh, do a full length. If people are insulted by warming up i mean come on yeah get a little less sensitive yeah it's not perfect the first time around right you have to keep doing it you gotta keep doing it and doing it and doing it right and part of that is warming up so something you were hitting on um during that um while i was i was taking notes on what you were saying um because I'm, I'm gonna come back with uh information and quotes and all kinds of things um Something you were hitting on there uh, was kind of what the next... So essentially, you want to create more, both in a writing sense and in a filmmaking sense. Mm -hmm. um, and you want to build an audience by by having these things that draw people in. Right. Okay. So, and, and you were getting... Part of what you were saying was exactly what the next step of that is, being measurable. Right, you were you were talking about Jerry doing the X's on the calendars and whatever, and you were already, I mean, and you were doing it in an abstract way because it's hard to like pin down without without starting with this purpose in mind. It'd be hard to pin down um, what the specifics are. Like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, I'm gonna do this this many times a week or et cetera. But you were already sort of formulating a plan as to how you were gonna do stuff. I'm, you know, maybe half an hour a day, maybe this many times a week. Um, what kind of measurements and and you know you don't have to be fully specific on this because like i said you're flushing out the plan right now um, and you will be continually flushing out the plan but what kind of measurements what kind of benchmarks are you looking to uh to kind of track your progress with oh man i don't even know what a good tracking system would be well i are mean are we talking about uh in regards to like writing or creating shorts? Or are we talking about measuring my audience? We're actually talking about all of those things. So um, if we're talking about writing, you were talking about that you wanted to have this stuff that you wanted to be writing this many times a week or mm -hmm. doing these exercises. And I am at least of the school of thought that I think that that will manifest itself into you producing more work because, or more, more creative content. Because as you're writing more, yeah, a lot of stuff you're going to scrap and you're never going to use. But if you, you'll kind of be flexing those mental muscles to get yourself, you know. Um, I'm trying not. I'm trying not to be too vague with you, but I'm also trying not to like tell you what I think. Well, let's hear it. You should do. Okay. Um, like for instance, uh, not when you were talking about writing, but when you were talking about filmmaking. Uh huh. So, uh, or like making the next short, right? We can take, because you've already made a short. I don't, I don't know what goes into making a short other than uh, I acted in it briefly. Right. So I don't really know what goes into it. But you know what had to happen in order for that, in order for that short, Vile of the Wolf, to be made. 
So you can probably appropriate, and I'm saying probably because I don't know, you can probably appropriate some of the steps you took there into steps that you need to do for making your next short. And then how are you going to structure that? I guess that's what I'm asking. Like, how, how can you measurably break that down into processes that you get done each week or each month or each, you know, six months? Man, that's, that's a tough thing to break down until you make a decision about what you're making. That's true. Okay, and and so, everything you make is, it could be two guys talking in a room. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a car chase through Amsterdam. You know, it's... it's <laughs> yeah, two, two very different things. It could be a lot of crazy things. I see what you're saying. But in general, it's, it's all about making that decision about what story to tell. It's about finding the proper cast to be the characters in that story. And then it's about finding the location to set that story in. And then execution. Yeah. Shooting it, editing it, throwing it on the internet or wherever it lives. So, so you kind of already have an intrinsic stepwise function for this. It's, it's hard to do unless you already know what your story is and everything like that. But as far, unless we're talking about two different things here, you already have some stories written out. I do have some ideas and some stories written out, and I do have some shorts written for a specific event that we've been talking about. I'm right. I need to. I probably need to warm up before doing those warm ups. <laughs> a pre warm up warm up. Pre warm up warm up. Well, so I guess what I'm just saying, and and like I said, this isn't something obviously that we need to have completely worked out by now. Um, but but what I mean is like that's that's. One of your goals, you know, in a weird way, one of your micro goals in, in taking place within the context of your macro goal is figuring out how to do things in a measurable, like, benchmark fashion. All right. So my goal, goal number one is to figure out how to measure things. Yes. Cool. I don't know how. That's, that's a decent question. How? How? Well... Uh, again, like I don't want to put, because of course I have a different kind of viewpoint on uh, on this that than you might, because of course I have no experience in making a movie. But the way I see these sorts of things playing out is it's the only reason it's a little obfuscated is because it's when you are happy. There, there is no like once I have. Uh, once I have this many followers or once I have this much money, once I've raised this much money, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's not a firm um, codified answer. Yeah, sorry, I dropped that one on you. But um, for you, it's a little bit more vague because you have to be, in order to exit the writing stage, you would have to be happy with what you've written. Mm-hmm. And how do you know when that's happened? Right. You, you see what I mean? So that's, that's why it's a little tough for your field. Well, I was like, like listening to all these videos that I sent you. Right. And they're all you know, business-based. And it's all about define your audience or define this or define that. And it's all very scientifically defined. Uh, the stuff that I'm trying to measure is I call based on feelings and emotion. Which Precisely. Is a weird thing to yeah. try and measure. It's, it's tactile. It's not. It's difficult. But if I were to turn off the left side of my brain for a second and <laughs> okay. go 100% right brain uh-huh. here, I'm running a production company, a video production company, mm-hmm. and I want to create products, films, to sell to an audience. 
Okay. So I don't have any products at the moment. I have a feature film that's not available for sale. So I need to figure out who would want to buy these films that I want to create. Right. So 100% right brain right now. Everyone says high school boys, 18 to 24. They're like the highest benders. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> but let me, like, if I take a step back and think about, okay, so I made this rom-com. I want to make, uh, I, let's say I want to make another rom-com. I could create a box set with that. I feel mm-hmm. like these rom-coms I want to make are very uh, unique mm-hmm. in the sense that they seem like they're from the late 80s, early 90s, and that weirdness, campy silliness uh-huh. of the storyline. And right, right. I would appreciate that. People my age that do movie nights at home that don't go out anymore because kids are the worst. <laughs> Not having kids, but... <laughs> Going out to bars with filled with kids. Yeah, being around kids. Yeah. Yeah, there's a reason why I don't go to any like 18 and up venues. Right. Or even like going to the dance club and it's all sloppy 21 year olds. Yeah. It's like, what's happening? <laughs> How did I get to this age? Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, that might be my audience right there. So that age range of what? What do you think? 27 to 32, 34? Yeah. Of business professionals that. Or, pe- or adult professionals yeah. that enjoy home time, sitting in their comfy couches that they can finally afford, and not those <laughs> yeah, not a Goodwill time. purchases or those alleyway couches. Yeah, have you ever had an alleyway couch? No, I've I had a I had a futon that might as well have been an alleyway couch because my parents had it before I was even born. Whoa! And then that I must had- have been heavy. What do you mean? Like weight-wise. It was pretty heavy. Yeah. It also had like, it was resting on this, um, I guess you would call it a frame that had uh, wooden slats. Uh-huh. And they were sharp as hell. Like they would, like if you walked a little too close to it and you hit your shin on it, it would cut you up. It was messed up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I had it in my apartment even when I was 21, 20. So it's like that thing might as well have been an out like the years that 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 thing had on it and you lost it in the fire lost in the fire mm. yeah okay so so you're you're hitting your specific goals and i think intrinsically um those are those have a measurement system to them some a little more vague than others but in terms of like for instance building an audience which was one of your goals right well if i'm on the right side of my brain on the build the audience segment of my goal list right it's i need to have x amount of units sold per product precisely so i need two thousand units of any mummy to be sold to start getting a profit right so i need to get two thousand purchases to happen on that and on the internet you know out of your audience out of your circle only about one percent of your inner following whatever is going to purchase anything that you put out there. Right. So to make that happen, I need at least do the math. Yeah, exactly. 200,000. No, 2 million people. (laughs) But that's, but that's sort of the, um, what, what I'm getting at there is that in terms of that goal, in terms of building an audience that then will, uh, justify your work and your, your creative, um, or not justify, but it, you, like you said, I think in the previous episode that you, uh, you need an audience to 
to feel complete. Yeah, to give your art mm-hmm. meaning. Um, that part is measurable. It's it's deeply measurable in terms of analytics and in terms of metrics. Like you see how many people are listening to this podcast, how many downloads we have. Mm-hmm. You see um, how your Instagram posts do. You see, like you can see how these things are happening. Like that's one thing that the internet has definitely given us recently that you are able to actually see what is effective and what isn't. Mm-hmm. And like that's what I've realized about certain things about the brand that I'm trying to create are more successful than others. Like maybe I don't get the kind of engagement that I want off of everything, but I can see what things work better. Right. And so that is kind of a way for you to measure that baseline. You can figure out what parts of your systematic approach work and which parts don't in terms of building an audience. The the other part of it would be difficult because I mean, creating a film that resonates, you know, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how you measure that during the process of it. Right. You have to kind of be in the moment. Right. Like that, the exactly. process to me has always been about me. It's for me. It's mm-hmm. like, I, I do get to share and like tell the story with everybody, but story with everybody, but the, the being in the moment, the process of making something and creating that, that's what I enjoy. That's for me. Okay. And you know, you can't put thoughts into what people will think about this moment or what people will think about this person in this cast, cast a, casting this person in this role. Right. You know, you can think about all that stuff. But at, and at the end of the day, when I tell that person the action and they do the scene, that's, that's, that, that part's for me. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I like. Yeah, so, so that's a really difficult thing to benchmark. Um, I'm not sure how I would go about doing that. But you, you hit a key point, which is that, I need to sell X amount of this, you know, whatever. That part is actually measurable. Right. So and that's the stuff that uh, I feel like a lot of people just don't want to deal with. Yeah. They're like, give me money and I'll make something. And right. And you deal with the rest of it. Right. But I want to enter this world of being self-sufficient and creating things and mm-hmm. putting things out there on a consistent basis to where I can support myself. Right. And so, so I think it's really the middle part that's the struggle here, uh, meaning that the things that we can acknowledge that are measurable for you are what's measurable are the goals that you're trying to, or the micro goals that you're trying to achieve. Um, So I'm going to start using those terms micro and macro because we have assessed what your macro goal is, which is to be a creative filmmaker that uh, tells these stories that inspire and yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Um, But now the other goals I'm referring to are in that sense, micro goals. So the micro goals that you set yourself to write this many shorts in this much time, I mean, or to film this much in this much time or whatever, that's measurable. Mm -hmm. So the middle part where you're actually filming and you're actually creating that part, I don't know how you would measure that because you want to have something that resonates well with an audience and do that sort of thing. I don't know how you measure that. And I don't think that could be measurable during the process, like you said, but we can measure how much time you're putting into each thing. And, and how much closer you're getting in each step. Okay. You see what I mean? And then we can measure the back end of it. Measure your audience engagement and how many purchases, how many uh, likes, how many shares, how many reviews, how many whatever. That part you can measure. So really the difficulty is in the middle part. And, you know, I'll, I'm admitting to my own fallibility here. I don't know how you measure that. I don't know if anybody knows how to I, measure you, that. Right. But you know how you're going to measure the other parts, right? 
I guess, I guess so. I mean, subconsciously I do. I mean, everything, you can put a number to anything basically, right? Yeah. So is that what we're trying to do here? Do I want, I need to put numbers to. Uh, I mean, in a sense, like I, I feels very sterile to put numbers to everything. I know this is the world that I live in. Um, but, but like, but the goals are supposed to lead to accomplishments, right? But I feel like we're trying to set up goals here that are kind of not leading to an accomplishment, but leading to a system of constant accomplishments. Correct. A systematic approach. So. I don't know how to, I don't know where, I don't know where to start with that. Um, you're, you're thinking a little too specifically. You're thinking I'm looking for an answer like. Cause you're a very specific person. Right. Like, oh, I need 9.8 on, you know, whatever scale. That's not what I mean. I just mean like you said it yourself earlier that, you know, I need to do this much writing in this much time. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's as specific as it needs to be. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So. What what I'm trying to develop for myself um, is that I'm trying to hold myself to a calendar. It doesn't have to be m- more specific than that, but that is measurable. You see, okay, I mean? okay. Either you either you have succeeded in that or you have failed in that. Like by the end of the week, you know whether you've done everything that you set out to do that week or you don't, or rather, you didn't. So that's that's something that's like I can track my progress on something. Um, the vagary of course comes in when it's a creative work where did you get the shots that you wanted? Is it really finished? Precisely. Right. right. That part is complex. All right. So what was the S again? Uh, uh, you have to create a, Oh no, it has to be specific, specific, right? But not too specific. So, okay, well let's, let's focus on one goal that I have for this year is to make a second feature film. There you go. Okay. Let's work on that. So that is a specific, you you see how that's different than I want to be a creative filmmaker. Right. That's dip, you that is immeasurable because it's so vast. Mm-hmm. You saying I want to make a full length movie by in this year. That we can work with. That's, that's specific. specific. Just enough. Just Perfect. specific enough. Perfect. Yeah. So now we're talking about the measurability of it. Measurability. Right. So right now we're at zero, and by the end of the year, I want one. Right. Correct. Cool. Uh, yeah, we can think of it in a binary function like that. One zero 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 one one. Right. Um, one zero. And and so you can break down that idea of making a full length movie into the because you've you've made a full length movie already. Right. So I kind I know the process. You know the process, and you know what parts you could have done better, and what parts you knocked out of the park. Exactly. So, and I'm not saying you necessarily, you know do this live, but what I'm saying is you break it down into components and then you schedule yourself out. Well, I need 12 days to shoot it. How do you know you need 12 days? Because that's how long it took me to shoot the last one. Okay. All right. I wish I had maybe three more days. So let's say I need 15 days to shoot it. 15 days to shoot. Uh, Let's round that up to 16. (laughs) An even number. Perfect. Yeah. And so from that, I need one month of pre-production time to cast to rehearse to get wardrobe to get effects all that other fun stuff locations all sorted out Mm -hmm. and then before that i need to write a script and have it done to the point where people want to make it okay so 
so you broke that into components and then you can see how because you also did it yourself you you just broke those components into smaller components mm-hmm. where you said oh pre-production the lighting the casting the da, 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 the facts blah 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 you broke that into components and you're a guy who loves lists i love lists you make everything into lists mm-hmm. so now you can see how these the large goal became a micro goal in terms of this year became a micro goal in terms of the different stages of production or pre-production or et cetera turns into micro goals of, you know, whatever it, it's a, it's a, uh, what do they call those N- Russian nesting dolls? You know what I mean? Where there's, there's the, there's the thing like it's either wooden or clay or something like that. And then you take yeah, it yeah, out yeah. and then there's a smaller the version thing. of the same thing. And then you take one out and it's a smaller version of the same thing. And that's all it is. Oh, okay. And that's how you make everything measurable, right? Except for the what we already talked about, the ineffable aspect of your work, which is psychological. And, and I, I don't even know how to, we would get involved in that. Right. Let's, let's save that for another day. But so now I want you to talk about um, the, the A, attainable. What parts of these things do you think are in a sense so in different ways what parts of these things are more easily attained which parts will require more attention do you think that this goal this this micro goal of creating a full length for this year do you think that's attainable this year um and you know kind of what are your thoughts on the more difficult aspects and the more not easy but the the more easily attained aspects I don't know. I've I've always been like a shotgun effect type of guy. Okay. And I always feel like I bite off more than I can chew and don't really have enough time to flesh something out 100%. But I also feel like if I don't say, hey, we're just, we could probably, I, I think we could start shooting a movie next month. Okay. But that that's crazy. It's crazy talk. Or is it? I mean, I don't know. You'd well, have to tell me. Hmm. If we did shoot it next month, it'd give me the whole year to edit it. All right, I guess I'm going to It would buy you a lot of time on the back end. I want to figure this story out so we can start shooting it. But, but uh, I don't know. I have a hard time setting a- attainable things. Like even when in production, I feel like we can do a lot more in a shorter amount of time. Like I just did a fitness shoot, and I said we have three hours in the gym to shoot. People working out for three hours. And we could have honestly used four, and it would have been way better. Mm-hmm. So, I think it is a- obtainable. Okay, so so you you believe that you you have now ascribed yourself your your micro goal for this year. So mm-hmm. the the a part of a whole, and you're assessing whether or not that's attainable in the frame in the time frame that you've given yourself mm-hmm. and you're saying that it is beautiful so you can see how this is kind of um oh i just need to say it and then we're done <laughs> then we're done with all of this <laughs> no uh i just i i just uh the, now it's kind of the specific and the measurable part are the the benchmarks that's what you were talking about with the video that you sent me okay the rest of this is a little bit um kind of a, an assessment, you know what I mean? Or, or at least that's the way I see it. I don't know if that's, you know, but it's, it's assessing whether or not um, you're properly making goals. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of like fact-checking your, your goal-making 
Okay. Okay. If you know what I mean. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't say I'm going to make a trilogy. Right. By the end of June. Well, exactly. And that's, that's kind of the thing is some people uh, overextend themselves. Mm-hmm. Or, or that's something, you know, um, like in the, in the other video you sent me, the Tony Robbins one, he was talking about how someone said, I'm going to make this much money in this little time. And it happened to manifest itself in the way of the lottery. Uh-huh. But that actually isn't like goal assessment. Like what he was pushing in that, in that video was that you have to be very mindful of, of what you're trying to achieve. That was kind of his idea. It, it, it got into a law of attraction kind of stuff, but he was saying that you actually have to firmly have a course of action and like a time frame and everything like that. Uh-huh. Right. And so that's kind of what we're doing. We're breaking down your goal into those kind of things that you can be mindful about. Okay. So um, I agree with you that this is very attainable, especially with your work rate. Like you, you know, when you have a plan of action, you fucking get things done. Mm-hmm. So um, how do you think this micro goal of creating a full length, and you've already pretty much talked about this, but I'm trying to do this in the, in the order that I was presenting it to you. How do you think that this um, micro goal of this year for, for uh, making a, a full length, how do you think that is relevant to your macro goal of becoming a creative filmmaker? And I mean, I create something. <laughs> right. Yeah. But also you were talking about how building a fan base like you would need to have creative work that people would enjoy. Right. Right. So f- for in this case, it's like very obvious how this is relevant to your macro goal, but that's something that um, a lot of people probably need to assess how it's like, is this the most effective way to get, go about getting what you want? Right. And how relevant is it really? Or are you kind of sidetracking yourself or getting yourself into different, because that's my, that's one of my main problems is you, distract yourself yeah i i stretch myself way too thin because i get i try to get too involved with too many different projects that isn't part of a greater whole Mm -hmm. you're pretty dialed in on in that respect well i don't feel like it but (laughs) if you say so well i just mean like you have a goal for this year that uh we both agree is attainable Mm -hmm. and it's also relevant to your larger goal like let's say the difference between your one year your five year and your 10 year plan Mm mm-hmm as long as each of those plans is relevant to the 10-year plan, let's say, then you're yeah. on the right track. We're on the right track. Right. I, I do feel like the big goal is having an audience, a fan base, and just creating stuff is what is going to attract people. So, yeah. It's, it's just... It becomes a self-sustaining system. Right. Okay. So now let's talk about uh, so measurable and this last part go hand in hand. So wait, wait, what letter are we on? We're on T. Oh my goodness! Smart on T. Got on the last one. Um, we don't want goals to exist in a vacuum, right? Like because otherwise, you know, if time is infinite, and we can just assume that we go on forever, where is the pressure to actually get things done? Why would anything get done? Oh, so we need a ticking time bomb. We need a boundary. That's, that's not T. Time bound, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like a ticking time bomb. Okay, fine. Let's, let's make it a ticking time bomb. Ticking time bomb, yeah. Um, and we spoke to this a little bit in Measurable, but uh, 
you have given yourself the confines of a year. Mm-hmm. Now, speak to, or, or I mean, how do you think this plays out, keeping yourself on a schedule? You know, are, are you able to work within those confines in order to make your micro goal work? Or does this need to be a little bit more fluid? Well, I, I think it does need to be fluid because things happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I told you all the crazy stories about what happened on the first feature. Yeah. And trying to get the production started and then to finish it, another couple crazy things. But I feel like if I give myself six months to create it, to produce it, six months to edit it and finish it, that's that's a solid break in the year to make something happen. Mm-hmm. So six months is, I, I feel I could make something happen in six months. Okay. It feels, doesn't feel crazy. Yeah. But yeah, six months. Well, and, and that's sort of the thing. Like, I don't think the idea is necessarily to give yourself like these hard line, you know, like, oh no, I'm, 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 I can't go over, I can't go over, so now I'm going to make something shitty just to make sure I'm on deadline. But I think the idea is to have these deadlines in mind because it ends up being kind of a causal relationship mm-hmm. where because you have these deadlines that you've placed for yourself, you end up executing in a higher fashion. Otherwise, right. like I can end up procrastinating forever. If I, I feel to. like I do that if I don't set a hard deadline. Right. So you want to create these time boundaries um, in order to kind of keep things on track. And I think that also helps with the measurability of it. You know, as um, I think I referenced Jocko Willink a lot in the last episode. You, or not the last episode, but the, you know. The future episode. Right. That we haven't recorded yet. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Now we've got Way our own. Way to go. Cat's out of the bag. Yeah, we've got our own timeline now that's so confusing. It's um, like watching Quantum Leap now. Or, or <laughs> I was going to say Primer, but yeah, let's go with Quantum Leap. Yeah. Um, but as, as, uh, Jocko has been quoted to say one of his most famous quotes, discipline equals freedom, mm-hmm. because a lot of people think that what, what freedom is, is, you know, oh, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, you know, whatever. But in actuality, you end up giving yourself more freedom if you keep yourself disciplined, because now you're actually able to do whatever you need. If you give yourself the time that you need, like if you set yourself, uh, hard or, or uh, deadlines, if you set yourself deadlines with which to get something done, uh, then working towards it, you will allow yourself the conceptual and the, um, the creative freedoms that you, that you want to have because uh-huh. you will have given yourself enough time with which to accomplish that. I like that. Yeah. So, so essentially what we've done is, and I mean... There's definitely some parts that need flushing out, but you went from a macro goal to a, a specific micro goal for this year, mm-hmm. which is creating a full length. And I'm sure you're going to accomplish other things alongside that. Like, you know, you're, you also do other things. Like, you also do corporate gigs and you also do, you know, whatever. Well, yeah. I, well, at the time, I need to do corporate stuff to make money. Absolutely. So I need to, I came up with some goals for that stuff as well, if we're, if we're ready to move on to... Absolutely. I mean, essentially what I, what I was just trying to impress upon you is what kind of the smart, uh, thing is for Mm -hmm. and how you do that with all of your goals. Okay. Well, let's, let's try another one. Please lay it on me. 
All right. I want to make, uh, I call them occupation allies. Occupation allies. Is yeah. That, I'm not familiar with what that is. I just made it up the oh. other day. <laughs> gotcha. But no, like people that will advocate for you for your work. Ah. So yeah. like I have a friend that's like always saying, oh, this guy does great video work. And I get referrals through that person. So I need to make more friends like that. I see. You you need to build a uh, network of peers. Right. And or, so or occupation allies. Occupation allies. I want to make a, a dream reel. I've had this dream of making a dream reel. Like uh, reels in the film world are uh, representations of your work in your past. Okay. So like I, it's a compilation of the best clips of the best short films that I've ever worked on. Or it'd be scenes from this movie or this scene or this short on my directing skills or my composition skills or my cinematography skills, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I want to kind of create a, a, a reel of stuff that I've been wanting to do. I feel like I haven't really executed visually. Oh, my I see what goals, you're saying. So I want to work on my visuals, my visuals. I see. Does that make sense? Maybe. So, you know, like, uh, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, like you're constantly growing and evolving. The more you do your art, the better you get at it. Right, yeah. You're more practiced. I'm sure you feel the same way with your jujitsu. Yeah, absolutely. The more you do it. You know, I learned this one move. I keep doing it. I keep doing it. I get better right. at it. So I need to do that more with, I want to nail my visual style this year because I feel like I haven't done that yet. Okay. I feel like I haven't executed things to match my head yet. I, I see what you're saying. I feel good about stories and telling that story, but like the visual part of it is a thing that I don't feel comfortable with. So it's, it's an aspect of your uh, game, so to speak, mm-hmm. as a whole right. that you want to improve upon. Right. I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, how can you be specific about setting up this dream rail? I need to create content for it. Okay. And and it doesn't the, these things don't necessarily have to be a story or something. You mean about like you need to pin down visually what you're what you're trying to do in perpetuity of your full lengths or in terms of your shorts or any of your creative work. Just my brand, I guess. As, okay, okay. Yeah. So as a whole. Mm-hmm. So um so specifically, you need to create more content when you're doing that. So you mean it can be photography, it can be video. I want this to be specifically for films. Beautiful. Okay. For video. Okay. And um, is this the kind of thing, and now I'm kind of bridging specific and um, measurability. Is this the sort of thing that even just when you're out by yourself and you see something that you, like, that's kind of it? Um, and now we're, we're kind of bridging into like creative territory that I'm a little unfamiliar with, but when you see something out there that you kind of like, this is it, then you, you would take video that, or do you mean like you want to create more shorts or create more things specifically with that in mind? I want to create, uh, create the moments, create visual moments that I have in my head. Okay. And hopefully get them out on video on film. I see. Okay, so in terms of uh, in terms of measurability, this essentially means that you're going to have to be shooting a lot more this year, right? Which I haven't done for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. So you're going to kind of have to keep yourself to a 
the difficulty in measuring that I can already I can already see is that it would be hard to quantify whether or not the shots you were getting were the ones that you had in your head. Well, I guess I can I can just give like this could be like my warm up warm ups that I was talking about earlier. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I can put a number to it and feel good about it. Like mm-hmm. I could put you know ten moments. That I think is a great number. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's an obtainable goal. Yeah, creating ten moments of just fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, and in terms of you know, because you've already set yourself kind of a. a a schedule in terms of like a, a loose schedule, but you set yourself kind of a framework of a schedule in terms of uh, your full length. How attainable is it for you to, you know, get these shots over this period of time? And also, are you developing your visual style or are you, you have a visual style in mind? Exactly. Okay. I so, don't know what I'm, I'm doing. One of those two. I see. I see. So it's a little bit mercurial, but in terms of the attainability, do you think that you'd be able to develop this style that you want. I feel like I might already have a style. I just need to enhance it. Okay. So you're not lacking any resources or or there's nothing that's keeping you in terms of that. No, I think the only thing keeping me from it is, um, not having a purpose for doing it. I see. And I feel like, I don't know. I've, I've had this weird idea in my head that I need to make a commercial for my production company. Interesting. And you know those crazy like Thailand bank commercials where the guy's like walking around doing good things for people and yes. everyone's crying at the end of them? Yeah, there's a Chinese New Year commercial that fucked me up. And I'm not saying I want to make people cry, mm-hmm. but like that that type of like inspirational video, I feel like I need yeah. to do that for myself to to kind of show people where I want to where I'm coming from as a filmmaker. There'd be some powerful branding. And I feel like like not a lot of people think about doing that. That's true. I've I've seen thousands of independent films, and everybody has their own production company logo. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't really know what that that's about. Right. Mm-hmm. That's actually very true. I don't know what any of these logos that come like that are in the first like forty seconds of a movie. I don't know what any of those like that's it's meaningless to me. Right. That's actually a pretty pretty good idea. So I, I kind of want to, you know, throw my brand out there. Mm-hmm to tell the potential audience of like, this is where I'm coming from and just have that be the first thing that people see when they click on the webpage or the Facebook page or whatever. Right. You know? So how does that speak um, in terms of relevancy to your larger goals? I mean, you, you actually just laid it out there, (laughs) but I'm trying to do this in like a procedural sort of manner. Um, I mean, I think, Literally what you just said is you're trying to capture your visual aesthetic, your style, mm-hmm. attribute it that to your full length and have it be sort of a brand recognition. Right. So, I mean, that's all kind of relevant. And so that, that not only speaks to your micro goal for the year of creating a full length, but it also speaks to your macro goal of uh, creative filmmaking in a, in a larger sense. Mm-hmm. So, What's interesting about your your goal making is all of your stuff actually very neatly ties together. I'm not sure if mine does, but it Yeah, you're all over the place, man. Yeah. I don't know what your goals are yet, but But yours yours all kind of string together in a pretty neat sort of fashion. Where one drops off, the other one picks up, and so they kind of are uh here we go. Synergistic. 
Ooh, finally. Finally, we, we dropped the we synergize. We finally synergized. <laughs> we've, we've achieved synergy. We've achieved full synergy. Well, I don't know. I feel like, like to use your acronym, to not acronize it, I don't know, that that's not a word. <laughs> I like making smart goals. Right. And not broken down to that crazy thing that we just did. The process, whatever, the smart, whatever, goal making. Yeah. Because well, you can make a goal that's like, hey, I want to eat four hamburgers today, <laughs> you know? And it's like, How why? do you know what my goal for today was? I'm hungry right now. Yeah, same. So it's like, why? Why do you want to eat four hamburgers? You know, it's like I have this big goal, this, you know, I don't want to put a number or a year to it. Or yeah. how many, it's going to, in 10 years, I want to be uh, my own I don't know. I don't want to be at the Oscars giving that speech. Yeah. And like Matthew McConaughey did that one time. Maybe not like Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I remember that. So I need to, I, I, I have like, like I know what I want to be when I grow up basically, right? Mm-hmm. I want to be a filmmaker. So everything I, I need to do from here on out needs to lead to that, right? Right. So I think having that baseline, it just always propels me in the same direction. Yeah. I'm not the wandering guy throughout the life. I have a specific path that's kind of in Google Maps. Yeah, point A to point B. Right. And, you know, it might be complex and it might be winding, but, like, you know where you start and you know where you want to end. Right. So, you know, just be smart about your goals. Just be just thought out. Just think them out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, more procedural. Right. See, that's that's entirely i mean you know and I, I wanted to focus on your goals but i think that that's uh that's kind of my issue in a sense because i had always a straightforward path when the idea was just to become a phd or just to become a doctor the framework was already set uh-huh. now i'm in murky fucking territory there is no framework on how to be a good entrepreneur there is no like set you know whatever so you have to be able to dictate that yourself and that's what you've done mm-hmm. is you've dictated yourself how you're going to get from point A to point B. And I think that's the process that I'm going through at the moment. Man, I can't wait to go through your goals. I, I don't know. But no, but like, but we just figured out, you know, we figured out your brand. We figured out, right. I feel like I know my brand pretty well now that I've, you know, thought about it. Yeah. You know, just take time to think about who you are as a person and where you want that to lead you or where you want to end up with as that, as your motivation, right? Precisely. So now we just got to figure out what that is. Yeah. I'm going to take some more notes and stuff. All right. You ready? Uh, sure. Yeah. Let's, oh. uh, let's take a break. Yeah. I'm going to need a pee break. Okay. Let's take a pee break. And as soon as the tish comes back, we're going to turn off his mic so we don't have to hear him pee. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Creativize, Strategize, and Synergize. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, share, and leave a rating. We'd really appreciate it. You can find Chris on social media using the handle at Elephant Scout. You can find me with at Atish Mazish. And finally, you can follow the podcast on Twitter with at CSS Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at podcast at cscottcreate.com. Thank you so much.